If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. There's more fun here than a month of Sunday comics. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. Is that a diss at the Peanuts? I don't, I don't even know where we are right now. There's more fun here than a month of Sunday comics. Like, don't bother <laughs> reading the stuff Charles Schultz is writing because, like, the game is more fun. I, I can read it that way. This is Charles Schultz's, like angry jealous brother who's like oh i made an even better snoopy thing you have to understand how i how i got to that conclusion of the back of the box because there's a whole like paragraph of like hey kids come along with snoopy his dusty brother spike and his good pal woodstock as they blah 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 right and it writes this whole thing about like all the different silly sports and what they're going to be doing and everything. And then it just puts at the very bottom, which is what I chose for the back of the box. It just puts in parentheses, alternative, dot, dot, dot. There's more fun here than a month of Sunday com- comics. It's like... Alternative? Like that's an alternative thing to read? Like they left in the notes about the copy? Yeah, they like left in the notes. Exactly. Wow, that's <laughs> weird. That's funny. Also, I never knew Dusty was his brother. I thought Dusty was like his old uncle or something. I didn't even know there was like another looking Snoopy character. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, I thought there'd be more peanuts in this, but I guess they did just call it Snoopy. I don't know why they're in Italy. Uh, can we like just can we just do like a post mortem here? Yeah. Well, I have a question of why do they fly west from New York to Italy? Doesn't that take way longer? And why are both cities in the clouds? That was my secondary concern. Well, if they're in the clouds, right, To just, to, just as everybody's on the same page, Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular takes place in apparently not just Italy, but Greece. I don't think the Greece one like has any monuments, like how the Italy has like the Coliseum and stuff, but they insist that he also went to Greece in this, uh, in this trip. And the reason why that's confusing is because... They're showing at the very beginning of the game the Statue of Liberty and the USA and Snoopy flying from that cloud to a (laughs) cloud that has the Coliseum and Italy and everything. And it's like, okay, cool, I get it. Um, He's that they're like letting it known in a silly, 
spectacular way that um, <laughs> that he is in that he's competing in Rome, right? But like, why? Why does he have to compete in Italy? Like it, this, the silly sports spectacular isn't a franchisable thing. It's not something that happens. Like, oh, don't forget, uh, every August, everybody tunes into the silly sports spectacular in Pisa. Yeah, this is exactly, here's where I'm thinking this happened. There was just a bunch of miscommunications uh, while they were actually designing the game. The first little mini game that got designed was the pizza balance thing. And they're like, oh, they'll put put the Leaning Tower of Pisa behind it. And then whoever was next, like, you know, the next guy that had to design a game for this was like, okay, so this this has to be something that's all in Italy and its surrounds. So, and then that just sort of, that idea just sort of took off and you end up with a fully Italian-centric slash, I guess, some Greek uh, Snoopy game. I think that's how it happened. That everyone was asking for. Yeah, that's a great question, Joe. Is anybody asking for this? I think yes, because look, like it or not, every uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, the Peanuts resurrect from the dead and become part of ABC television. Oh yeah, and so they they are you know they are incredibly popular. I'm not saying that the Snoopy IP was what anyone's asking for. It's like the everything around it was is just kind of randomness. Not in a bad way. I'm just, it just, it was just a weird way that this came up, like came to be. I'd argue that there weren't too many people asking for a Snoopy video game too, but that's just me. I just don't think they were asking for this kind of Snoopy video game because look, Snoopy is without a doubt the coolest peanut character, right? Like who's even second to Snoopy? Linus is second, but yeah, Snoopy's. Okay, good. So at least you're agreeing Snoopy's first. And maybe that says more about the characters Charles Schultz created than anything because uh, the dog is the coolest character um, on the show, not the actual humans who talk and have personalities. <laughs> I like the dog. Woodstock's up there. I, I, liked, I like Snoopy. Did you know Snoopy had a brother? No. Okay, me neither. But uh, he's an asshole in this game. I mean, he seems to be... Uh... Like more a victim of preferential treatment from the bird. Uh, that's all I know. Wait, how so? The bird will like he'll push him. If, well, he if pushes he... whoever's losing. Oh, it's not well, just him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I never. I guess I never lost at that bad. I never won the sack. The sack race. Um, but watching other people play, the other guys getting pushed. So. Yeah, he, he, I, I. I... Once again, played two player on this, so one of us was always losing, which is how that works. I don't know why. (laughs) Two observations. First off, Sean, nobody else has ever played this game. You're watching computers play this game. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then um, following up on that for Joe's thing, Joe, you know, it is a good point. Like, you played with another person, but also Snoopy went all the way to Italy to do the Silly Sports Spectacular, or as it's referred to in the manual, just the International Games, which is not like the Olympics. It's totally its own thing. Uh, and he went all the way there just to compete against his brother. They could have done this in fucking Charlie Brown's backyard, but instead they went, they expensed a trip on Charles Schultz's dime to go to Italy for this. Well, you only can find a gondola to sumo wrestle on in Venice. Yeah, because they, you're right. What are they rest? Uh, they must be, they're just pushing each other. Sumo wrestling's <laughs> being nice. They're just pushing each other. And again, 
uh, his brother Spike's just being a dick here. Like putting up a fight? Like, do you have a problem with him like trying to compete with the golden child? Like, does does Snoopy, the golden child, have to win everything? When you're the when you're playing as Snoopy, yes. If I was given the choice to play as Spike, I would have. I would have picked Spike over Snoopy just to have the underdog get it uh, win. <laughs> All right, at least we can agree on that. All right, so forget about the locations because that's tripping us up too much. Now we need to talk about uh, the actual game and the silly sports. Uh, the silly sports are boot throwing, pizza balancing, sack racing. Pogo, river jump, and overboarding. And I have a lot of thoughts of which we'll get to, but the biggest one would just be that uh, how did, like, the pogo stick get shafted so hard here? That's like, that could be a real sport that involves a real piece of equipment. The other ones are literally games that somebody just made up that day. (laughs) Boot throwing is just taking a boot and... Swing. It's no different than like doing a hammer throw or um, well, yeah. javelin or whatever. No, I know, but they're, they're just making it a boot instead, and it's funny and it's silly, and the way you throw the boot is funny and silly, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But pogo-ing, if that's a verb, is just something that like people actually do, and now it's a silly sport. That would be like if it was boot throwing, pizza balancing, sack racing, river jump, and karate. You know, it's like, oh, so now karate's silly? In 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 the defense of the decision making here, I'd say that no one looks like normal on a pogo stick. On a pogo stick, like it's it's pretty ridiculous in itself. I, I was gonna say, regardless of you know, I'm sure there's very serious pogo stickers out there. This game is not the first thing to ever consider pogo sticks silly. So let's just let's go through them one by one. I gave you uh, boot throwing uh, and what the equivalents are. Uh, you could talk about the game mechanics, or you can just talk about the silliness factor of the sport. You have at it. You have your pick. So, Sean, take us through your thoughts on boot throwing. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much just. I don't know why they selected boot. I don't know why that's like a boot that you're throwing. I'm sure there's any number of silly items that you could you, you could throw. Um, and they just selected boot. I mean, I guess what's like a shot put, or I guess, yeah, hammer throw, like you said. Um, it, you know, you just spin your little D pad in a circle. You try and, you try and, uh, you try and stop it at the optimal angle. And then, I don't know, the highest I could get was 30. Um, but it was fine. That was fine. I think they could have picked a sillier, a sillier item though. If we're going for maximum silliness. Yeah, I think that this one also, for me, might be the the most forgettable or basic. It's like it's like a very quick, like one thing. It's yeah, the moment of release. We tried it a couple times and we would either at first get like zero or one because we were bad at it, and then we both just kept getting thirty, which I'm wondering if that's the max. I feel like that's the max. Yeah. So it felt like that one was like, okay, we did it. And not to say that, like, that other games in this, like, you're going to keep coming back to for, for decades to come. But, like, <laughs> after after boot throwing, I was like, I don't ever need to do that again. Sean, you said you would have liked to have seen a sillier item than a boot? Yeah, I mean, why a boot? What else? What do you got? Pitch uh, it to uh, us. How about... A calzone. A... Okay, yeah, calzone is one. Um... 
a bag of lettuce. Um, calzone sounds right because we're keeping it at least in the Italian vein. But try well, not a to boot do- has nothing to do with Italy. Well, no. It, yes, it, it's because of Italy. It's a boot. Guys, I just figured it out. Italy is in the shape of a boot. Oh, it is in the shape of a boot. Wow, I can't wait for you to do this for every other game, Joe. And, and... <laughs> yeah, but you can just figure it out every time. Yep. Well, the next one needs no help because it's the only reason they went to Italy, and that is for the pizza balancing competition, which makes sense because they're in Pisa. You see the Leaning Tower, and you yourself are carrying, carrying, carrying a leaning tower of pizzas, uh, which you have to, like, manage balancing while also moving with these pizzas. And, uh, of course, it would be cool if they had any kind of actual physics and, and uh, yeah, movement to it. don't go too fast. Yeah, it. it's don't go too fast. And also, it's just that the pizzas all just move like, um, kind of like a, a vertical slinky would move and if they just move a little too far off to the sides and you don't pull back on the controller uh the the top pizzas will fall over and so you want to have almost all your pizzas still there and you want to do it somewhat fast and that's how you get the most amount of points all this to say i did appreciate the actual like feel of using the d-pad to rain in my pizzas i don't know if it worked at all like i think sometimes they would fall regardless but I felt the invisible touch of pulling back. That would be the um, the left button on my D-pad, pushing that to kind of help pull the pizzas back, whether or not it actually did anything. Yeah, I liked the the look of it. Uh, like it, it, well, each each pizza, while way too small to be considered pizzas, um, the fact that they are all like individually animated, I thought that was like, ooh, that looks cool. Yeah, they're they're personal pan pizzas for sure, but. I uh, I will defend a little bit the uh, the kind of movement of it where I I did over time like realize that there is like a rhythm you have to get into to go a little faster. You can't go too fast still, but like at first we were doing like one step at a time. But like there's a specific rhythm that where you have to kind of do the risk reward thing of like how fast do I want to go versus how you know safe do I want to be. Uh, so like it, it did, it was different. It's like, we haven't really had anything that's like kind of the opposite of most games where it's like, be really careful with what you do. So like, I, I appreciated what it was trying to do. And there is a balance in the control schemes for almost all of these, right? Like the, the boot throwing that we, you know, we didn't, we chose not to talk about the gameplay, but you spin your D pad around to rev up Snoopy's arm and everything. And then you have to make sure that, you know, you're throwing uh, the boot while it's in forward momentum like you can theoretically be going moving it really fast but then just throwing the boot backwards and it going nowhere oh yeah it did it did a lot of that too yeah yeah so i mean you know these games are well designed for for what they are i'm not trying to rush through the the sports and not go in depth enough i think it's just worth talking about um each of the silly sports and making sure that we cover that all in this episode so thinking about that we're moving on to sack racing which unfortunately now Joe has to explain what sack racing has to do with uh, Italy. Yeah, I've been thinking about it this whole time. I'm sure it'll come to me while we're uh, while we're in the middle of talking about it. Great. So in the sack racing, this is uh, the one that uh, Sean was mentioning. Woodstock is favoring whoever's losing because Woodstock is just kind of hanging out and he gives you a little push. Makes you wonder why Woodstock in general just isn't helping with all the games then. Like, why did he decide it's okay to cheat in the sack thing, but he's not, like, 
able to catch one of your pizzas as they're falling and lift it back up onto the top. Uh, you know, go figure. I guess he didn't want to help there. But in the sack race, you're just um, hopping along and using the D-pad to kind of maneuver yourself around the street where there are these, uh, I guess, either potholes or sewer caps or whatever that are in your way. So make sure you don't uh, get into those. And all the while, your brother Spike is also um, is also doing the same thing. And I guess it's a competition. So uh, here, here's how it relates to Italy. Um, there's actually continuity, um, where you are also making the pizzas that you're balancing, uh, in the future game. Uh, th- this is the sacks of flour that you use to create the dough. Um, so this is Italian flour. Mm, that's int- I was going to go with, there is this famous Italian piece of art called Sacrace Italy 19th century of a sack race in Italy in the 19th century that I didn't just it's Google right famous. now. Yeah. But it's famous enough to be on Google. You have to be world famous <laughs> for that. And where do you guys think um, the sack race took place in uh, Italy? Uh, that's in uh, Pompeia, as they say it. In the, yeah, you got that in the volcano in the background. Yeah. Yeah, Mount Vesuvius, the small Italian town at the foot of Mount Vesuvius. Uh, Wait for the yeah blah, blah blah. Anyway, I just thought that was funny that like okay now we're just actually trying to give a history lesson or something in this like <laughs> like the Colosseum everybody knows it, Leaning Tower of Pisa everybody knows it again, and now we're just like yeah Mount Vesuvius everybody learns about that in school, and it's always just kind of smoking up there. Yeah, it's like that. That isn't that's an actively erupting volcano. Okay, moving on to the Pogo. This is the the where they go to Greece for a little detour. Um, because now, the, well, what tells, what's saying that that's Greece? <laughs> those are the ruins of the Parthenon. I mean, that it could also just be the ruins of like you know the Roman Forum. I they agree with pretty... you, and that's what I thought it was. But the manual insists. That, they said uh, it's the Parthenon. <laughs> they say it's the Parthenon. Why? Why did they have to go to Greece? I don't understand. I think someone just got their wires crossed there. Yeah, this has to just be a really bad writer of the manual, you know? Right, because it shows the Colosseum, and it shows the Italian flag. It doesn't show the Parthenon, and it doesn't show the Greek flag. Is it maybe the Pantheon? No, it's not the Pantheon um, in the manual, uh, if, that, <laughs> if that's what you're getting at. But I agree with you guys that, like, this person just didn't get the manual writer, didn't get the memo that this game only takes place in Italy and that these are just the Roman ruins, you know, the Roman forum. Silly, silly, silly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Uh, okay, but the actual pogoing. Um, this is, uh, I believe, the. Uh, no, sorry, this is a different game. This is uh, another one where you're just essentially, it's like the sack racing, except for this time you don't even have to move around. Instead, you just have to time your jumps to make sure you do higher jumps to get over the barriers, which are just a bunch of like logs uh, stacked on top of each other, which again, we're definitely not part of the uh, Parthenon or the Roman Forum. So now they're just like, they're just graffitiing or vandalizing a spa- uh, you know a sacred space which, for their own amusement, which is just you know typical peanuts bullshit. Like doing a sick like grind off a rail uh, <laughs> in the Louvre or something. You yeah, know? how come Tony Hawk never skated off the Coliseum? <laughs> I don't know, um, but I will say that this this game is the most trivially easy one. Okay, that's fair to say. Joe, any thoughts? Uh. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Unless you consider the boot thing once you get that down being pretty easy, but I I won't pretend I didn't smash into a wall or two at first uh, doing this pogo stick game. The the boot one is a, is challenging with the the D-pad thing, but it's incredibly satisfying too when you when you do get it right and build up a lot of speed. The pogo thing never really got satisfying. It's not satisfying to get over those high heights cuz one they're not even that high, so it's like whatever pogo stick should be able to get you over those so then it's just frustrating when you don't get over them yeah i mean i would agree that this is another one that like after i did it i'm like all right what's next (laughs) give me another game oh wait guys guys stop right now stop right now i stopped wait the the episode is officially longer than the game ever could be oh (laughs) all right let's wrap it up (laughs) yep the uh we have to we have to officially just go into uh turbo mode and talk through the rest of this really fast so uh next you have the river jump the river jump is the only game in this whole collection of games that uses the b button that's what's noticeable (laughs) about it uh it's funny that none of the other games use the b button yet they were just the a button for (laughs) jumping and uh the d-pad for maneuvering and then you have the overboarding, which is uh, in Venice, and you're on the... I know, I know. Joe, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I got have a lot thoughts? to say about the river jumping. <laughs> please, I don't know please. what you guys think, but uh, did you guys have a, a hard time succeeding yes. in the river jump? No, yeah, there's I only just, one spot. There's only, yeah, there's just one spot that you, can, that you can jump from to get over to the other side. Otherwise, all other spots are fail states. So it actually turns out that there is a way. So my buddy and I, we just stopped competing after a while. We're just like, we ha- one of us has to get this by the <laughs> end of the night. And we spent a really long time trying over and over again. And the manual tells you how to do it. Um, I looked up a bunch of like, I-, I was looking up on like YouTube and Googling it. It's apparently there's like a pseudo, this is like a pseudo legend of like a very challenging NES task where it's like no nobody way. can ever get this there are there are some i mean there's like not a lot of them so that's why i say pseudo but like there are there are several videos of people being like oh my god i i actually got this there's like people like like two friends like clearly trying for hours to get it and like stuff like that so it's clearly like a thing and we found one source online that gave us like the actual controls that are not in the manual and it's still hard, but after that, I was able to get it like three, four times in a row. Wow. Well, and what, a, what that is, which yeah, what is that? doesn't tell you, <laughs> is that, first of all, you press, you press A at the moment that, the, um, at the, moment that the, your pole lines up with the edge of the river. Like, that's the perfect spot. Then when you're at, then you press B, or I'm sorry, you press B. That's, that's how you. 
Yeah. That's how you plant your pulse. I could understand, though. You forgot run. that you could even press the B button yeah. when playing this <laughs> yeah. game. You're, you're, you're tapping A to run. Once you get to that spot, you press B when your pole is, is lined up with the river. And then when you are at the maximum point, the, the peak of your arc, you release B. Oh, it's a release thing. It doesn't okay. tell you that in the manual. So we were trying forever, and nobody online seems to know this until, except for this one source that we found that like said release B at the peak of your height, and then still had some trouble, but got it so many times. Yeah, I would tap B, and then like, okay, I'll tap it again. And like, okay, then I'll try and tap A. We tried rapidly tapping it. We tried tapping it once. We tried holding it. We just didn't know that you were supposed to release at the moment that you would jump off, which I guess makes sense, but it didn't tell us that. There are people who um, beat Ghosts and Goblins, and then there are people that beat River Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the latter. Um, okay, and then the overboarding thing, that's where you're on. Um, you're in Venice, and you're on the, um, what are those things called? Gondola. Gondola. I almost said gazebos. Thanks. It's a gazebo. Yeah, yeah it's close enough. It's a, it's, it sounds Italian. Um, the gondola, and you're wrestling spike because now he's really pissed about the results of the sack racing thing so he's now coming after you and you're just in a shoving match really and i couldn't i won but i couldn't really figure out why i won like i was i guess i was timing my push better than he was but it did kind of feel arbitrary and i just kind of slowly kept pushing him over and over to his side until he fell over and um it felt good to see him fall into the water what do you got against spike it's nice to have some kind of catharsis after everything that's happened in this game. Spike just looks like the evil Snoopy. Isn't he just wearing a hat? Yeah, that's that's what makes him evil Snoopy. I think he's a very cool looking dude. It's that little mustache too. Yeah, the it's like a it has like yeah, exactly. It's like a swirl on the mustache. Yeah, he look I, I think I think he looks like he's uh maybe a little bit of a con artist, but cool guy. Yeah, you can't really trust anybody who wears a hat. <laughs> That's true. I just made sure I didn't say fedora or whatever he's actually wearing because I just want to make it known it's all hats. Can't trust anybody who wears a hat. Uh, that's the games. And so here's the big question. Does the silliness make up for the lack of features? Um, no. But I'll say that the silly... And I knew this, this is what I was, I was thinking was going to happen when I came in here today. Because I played with someone, and I, it's always a little more fun to do it that way. I was going to come in here, and I was going to say some things like that were positive and like that I had fun, and you guys would be like, what are you talking about? This game's terrible. And while I don't disagree with that, I did have fun with these silly games, some of them, not all of them. But, like, yeah, there was there was some fun. Like, the, the river jump thing was fun because I like it was satisfying to figure it out. But, I like, the... I can't, I'm, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> reaching to think of one that I had fun with now. But the you know this the sock hop one or whatever like it's a fun race against you know multiplayer race I would take it over I guess I'll say this I would take it over really any of the uh, other multi game like Olympic games or or weird sports like multi challenge games that we've played in the past okay like so better than Winter Games yes yeah and just for the record I'm having fun with the episode but yeah I do think that the silliness is at least somewhat dialed in. Like, pizza balancing is a funny thing. Kids will appreciate that. Sack racing? I don't know. 
I don't think that there was enough fun to be had there. There probably could have been more obstacles or more silliness or like some kind of funny visual whenever you fall over or whatever. But I think it just needed more of the the cartoony feel or at least more of the peanuts feel. Like why is it, Italy is like the dominating factor and then Snoopy's the afterthought, right? Like give me more peanuts flair. Yeah, and I and I'm not defending the lack of content. It does feel like there needs to be more here. But I yeah, as mini games they were largely acceptable mini games, you know? Some of them were some of them were more fun than like a lot of the mini games that we've played in other games. Sean, scale of 1 to 100 on the silliness factor? Um <laughs> I I think the the silliness factor for this game is more so like the game as a concept. Like the fact that this game exists at all with the with the thematic elements that it does have not so much how silly each uh mini game is. Uh it it's just more head scratching how this came to be and how this like is something that's on uh this is on a real company's PL. Like this is something that they decided to make. I think I can help solve that problem when we do the sequels and spinoffs because it's important to know that um, there was another version of this game that is exactly uh-huh. the same version. Okay, yeah. it was released in Japan, and it's Donald Duck. Okay, instead. so why the hell is Donald Duck in Italy? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. The difference is we the need a Donald- Mario game. That's why because of the <laughs> Mario video game fame. They're all trying to capitalize, and they got the wrong part of what makes Mario good. See, the difference between Donald Duck and Snoopy is that Donald Duck can cast Zeta Flare, okay, which is something that only, like, Bahamut Zero can do. So I think Donald Duck would win the Silly Sports Spectacular over Snoopy. Um, That said, in Japan, uh, it was okay to use Donald Duck, uh, but uh, Capcom who holds the Disney license in North America where we played, you know, games like DuckTale or whatever. Um, they, they needed to, uh, the developer here, Chemco needed to essentially change it from Donald Duck for the North American version. And so that's why we get Snoopy instead. So in so Japan they went to the bargain bin of the IP uh, licensing. And it's like, no, nah, we, we don't want to license the entire peanut gang. We'll just take, we'll just take Snoop. Yeah, but I think that's the right choice because the only other thing that could have been funny is if you took that kid who carries his blanket everywhere and put him in the sack racing, right? Like, that would have been the only other, like, oh, yeah, that's relevant to the Peanuts. Like, I understand that gag. I think the game would have been measurably better if in each game you have different characters from the Peanuts performing them. You You know, know, Sean, that's a great point because it's the silly sports spectacular and Charlie Brown's not even trying to punt a football. Exactly. Right. Fucking crazy. Uh, who was the other uh, player in the Donald Duck version? I can't find anything about the Donald Duck version because I don't. I don't think it's called Donald Duck Silly Sports Spectacular because it's all in Japanese, so can't find it. But I would love to find out who it is. But it's probably just uh, Pink Donald Duck. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Spike Duck or something. It, I got it right here. It looks like it's Daisy. Okay. It's yeah, Donald. Oh, look, and Hugh. Oh, Huey, Dewey, or Louie, one of those, the green one, is the Woodstock stand-in. See, that's perfect. That makes so much more sense. 
Uh, and but it's all the same sports, right? He's throwing a boot. Well, I'm, I'm watching them do the sack race right now. Okay, yeah. Is it better? Yeah, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait for you to continue to watch the entire game. Uh, he's throwing a boot. I'm scrubbing <laughs> through. I'll do this. I'm, I'm I'll he's throwing a boot. He's throwing a boot. He's, he's, he's pogo sticking. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Is he, <laughs> here's the interesting thing, though, because we're still in the sequels and spinoff section. A majority of this game and the Donald Duck game, obviously, since they're the same game, seem to be ported from a Commodore 64 game known as Alternative World Games, which was not made by Chemco. It was made by Gremlin word again. Interactive. Well, the back of the box had alternative on it. Yes, it did. And I thought you were saying World Games because we played World Games, right? Oh, yeah. I just meant alternative. Yeah. I'm just saying every word, it, it, every word in that sentence, we've said all we've those words said, in the podcast yeah. somewhere, you know, just not in that order. <laughs> and uh, so let me just get back to my detective work for a second. Gremlin Interactive made this game called Alternative World Games on the Commodore 64. And then Chemco seems to have stolen most of that stuff and put it on uh, these NES games. Uh, so what's going on there? Well, apparently it seems like there was a deal in place for, uh, Chemco to port Gremlin Interactive's computer games to the Western NES market, uh, and this was the only one that they ever did. So that makes me think Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular did not, uh, you know, do blockbusters or whatever you want, gangbusters. Gangbusters. Or, or was not a blockbuster. Wow, I'm also now looking at alternative world games, and there are just more games here, though. Like, a lot of them are the same, but they just have a bunch of extra. Well, you can't expect them to do it all, Joe, right? Like, Yeah, yeah but have... they could have done the same amount. No, I know, but you can't expect... Just, like... That requires a lot of Donald Duck animation. It's true. That's true. That's true. They, they, the actual Disney Animation Studio had to frame-by-frame, frame, like Cuphead, animate that. Just imagine the conversation when Kemco found out that Capcom owned the Disney license for North America and they were like, oh, son of a, now we gotta, we actually have to change the game a little bit again? We already changed the game once. Yeah. Can't keep getting away with this. Yeah, and one thing that uh, we won't change is that at the end of the episode, we do a thing and we're gonna do it again and it's called The Essential Games List. Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. Nice alliteration in that title, but makes me wonder if the Donald Duck one had a bunch of Ds. Like, Donald Duck's doofy... <laughs> don't, don't even worry about it. Anyway, my, my point being that uh, I was trying to think about ways to fill up my time to the vote before I get to the point where I just say no, and I didn't do a very good job at it, and this game didn't very, do a very good job at making me think it belongs on the essential games list. So it's a no. Sean? Daffy Ducks, sorry, Donald Ducks Dastardly Dance with the Devil is what that game would have been called. Um, and I think at the end there would have been a boss fight where it actually switches to normal, like, 2D side-scrolling uh, uh, controls and there'd be, like, special moves. And uh, if you lose, there'd be, like, uh, an animation where you actually get like sent directly to hell. But if you win, you just sort of get the gold medal. I think that'd be pretty cool. And, and the only so way I, to win is to use the C button. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just like, you know, to plug your controller into the two player slot. Um and I think that would have been great. So I, I do want to play that game that definitely exists. Uh but this one is not essential. 
Joe. Since we're all going on about the title, I've got a I've got a thought here too. Calling it Snoopy's silly sports spectacular, I think, does it a disservice. That's what makes us look for the silliness. That's what makes us think, is this game silly enough? And it's not. But if it was just called Snoopy's Sports Spectacular, you would pick it up and you'd be like, wow, this is a silly game. So I think that they, they made a mistake in actually putting silly in the name. But uh, as far as the games themselves, uh, yeah, they can be fun when playing against someone else if, if you have to play it for a podcast. But probably just <laughs> wouldn't recommend that like, you have to go out and play this game. So I'm going to say not essential. We should have like a, a separate recommendation for like, if you have to play this for a podcast, how should you, should. you expect this to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it worth quitting the podcast? <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to be able to fill up anything else for 35 minutes about this, uh, this game like, and, and not repeat anything we've said. So I think we covered it. I think we did the work for everybody else. And uh, I'm telling that's you, what I we're here for. I think there's a lot of people that frequently think about the river pole jump because it, because it, it, it haunts them. I think it's just called River Jump. River Pole Jump. Uh, and next week, we'll be playing Super C, um, not to be confused with regular C. Is it um, a letter C? Super letter C? Super letter C, not super C like under C. Um, and I'm just going to leave the title at that. I'm not going to get into anything else about that game because it might surprise uh, one or two of you. I know it. I don't. 